And welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Great job, Zoe. Thank you. I um, would love... I think you're good at that. You're good at making a person feel welcome just by using your voice. Oh, well, that's so lovely. Now you're kind of turning up the heat a little bit. And I'm so glad that all of you are joining us today. I can't tell if it's genuine. And I just wanted to give one shout out one time to Mike and his nose for always touching my glasses when we touch mouths. Do you have, you have a problem with me, Doc? I have an issue that I have to constantly clean my glasses because of your nose. This is the way my body is. I actually like your body very much. Thank you. Mm. And it's only getting better with age. My body's like wine. Um, and in that, it has a oaky afterbirth. <laughs> Remember that line? From the dinosaurs or whatever the fuck that show is. Anyway, thank you <laughs> for being here. The show is a little late. I just came home from Salem, Oregon, and and boy is my broomed tired. Wrong thank Salem, you. but thank you. Um, man, I you know, I went up there, and I drove all the way, thirteen hours there and back. Mm-hmm. More because I took a detour on the way up. So I'm going to say it was like 15 hours there and 13 hours back. And it was too much. And I knew it was going to be too much. And I said that the whole time. Mm -hmm. But I was excited about it because I needed to get out of L.A. in this apartment. And I needed to be away from people. And I wanted a lot of time to myself. And I got that. And I hope that on today's podcast, I could recount some of my experiences and what I think I've learned from this weekend. You were without me all weekend. And I can only imagine you were at a new low as far as sadness goes. (laughs) How true is that? It's true. And I'm sorry that I did that to you, but Papa needs to fly every now and again. And I'm Papa in this. Right now, I'm Papa. Don't love that. Thank you. Yuck. Zoe, it's great to see you. It's great to see you too, babe. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've been having... um, I've been uh, a little bit of sad girl McGillicuddy, and I'm not quite sure why. I don't like it. Is it because I was away? Um... Maybe. Did I do anything to fuck shit up? No. No, no, no. I think I'm just... You know when you just need like a real reset and you can't get it right away? Yeah. I think that's where I'm at right now. You don't... You tend not to book yourself any reset time. Yeah. But I also haven't had like a chance to actually have my weekends, you know, like it's, it's just, (coughs) it's a lot. Yeah. It gets to be a lot. What can we do? Well, we have a vacation planned and I cannot wait for that. Yes. 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 So that's it. Yes. 
great. I'm glad we solved it. Yes. Um, Zoya, I left, uh, when? Friday? Friday. Morning-ish? Mm-hmm. After, uh, rush hour on my way to Salem, Oregon. Yes. Tell me more. When you get about, uh, I took Route 5. Which is not the good one. Yeah, no, it's not. If you get, it's very interesting how we live in like this city and there's too much going on all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's too many people here. Yeah. And a lot of them are filled with shit. (laughs) And then a lot of them are really nice. Yes. But the ratio is off. And it's mostly shit. When you get about an hour and a half out of this city, mm-hmm. it becomes nothing very fast. Yes. There is more than enough. Here's an observation I made almost as soon as I left. Mm-hmm. There's more than enough room in this country for everyone here. Yeah. I think the people who are like, there's too many people and blah, 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 have never seen the majority of the country. Yeah. Because we got space. Yeah. There's a lot of space. Yes. And I think we need to start occupying other parts of it. Because there's too many people here. Right. For sure. Yes. But it's not like we don't have... It's like if the world or the country was a closet. And we put everything on the left side of the closet. (laughs) And the right side of the closet. But then there's gaps in between. Yes. And you're like, why aren't we using Well, that's the, the walkway. Okay. <laughs> you don't, you're not here to fuck my analogies. <laughs> okay. You're here. We're teammates. Yeah. No, you're right. Thank you. So anyway, I start driving and it becomes nothing fast mm-hmm. other than um, pistachio farms. And farmers who seem to be very upset with Gavin Newsom Mm -hmm. and very enthusiastic about a young man who was elected called Brandon. Mm -hmm. And um, there's I didn't take what they call the Pacific Coast Highway, which is absolutely beautiful because it takes too long to get to any actual places. Right. Took Route 5. And it's just nothing forever. Mm -hmm. And then eventually in four hours, you'll hit a town. And you'll try to stop and pee in that town, but the gas stations don't even have bathrooms, so you have to go to an outhouse that are full to the brim with... with I saw a liquid Zoy that looked like somebody mixed pineapple juice with Mr. Pibb and put it in the oven for a year and a half. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. You you see how grossed out you yeah, are right now? And yes. You weren't even there. Yeah, no. I had to contribute to it. And it was terrible. And that place is called Maxwell, Oregon, or California. The place was called Maxwell. It was established in 1847 and hasn't changed a bit. I'll never Do you know for a fact that it was established in 1847? It was a big sign. Uh-huh. It was a big impressive sign made of wood and saloons. And uh, there are, I often find when I'm traveling, Mm -hmm. especially if I'm driving, Mm -hmm. that other places feel like 
completely different countries. Yes. And I understand why people vote different ways. And I understand why people feel completely different in other parts of the country than they feel in a place like L.A. or New York or any of the other places that I'm used to or comfortable in or or whatever. Right. I get it. Yes. Different ways of life. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you don't travel outside of where you're comfortable, it's very easy to cement yourself in a way of thinking and cut yourself off from any kind of understanding of where anybody else is coming from. Right. But I think leaving and seeing other things is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Do, did I need to see that liquid? A bubble in crude? Fucking gross. No. No, I didn't. I don't think that that made me any better of a person. No. But I also stopped into the gas station and they had more knives than gas. <laughs> so these are all fun things. When I got up to about the middle of the country on this side and I was like, I'm going to stop off in the Napa Valley area. I'm going to see our friend Felicia, a good friend of the show. And that took me about an hour or two out of my way. Yes. Which was fine. Yeah. Because seeing her was very nice. We yeah. went to a lovely Japanese dinner. That's cute. And that was nice. That's very cute. And then I, I needed to sleep because I had nothing left in the tank. Yeah. This whole time I'm listening to a book written by a man named Guy Evans about a Monday Nitro. Anyone who's at all remotely interested in wrestling and television, especially in the 90s, one of the most fascinating books I've ever read, but I'm not sure if that's just because I'm super interested in the subject matter. Yes. But also, who names their their child guy? British. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, guy. Hey, guy. 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 Who names their child Zoya? I mean... I know of at least two people. You know what's funny is that I looked up what my name meant the other day. I thought you knew and it, this now. It's always this. Miss or Madonna or whatever, or something along those lines. And it was just Lady. 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 So you're the female guy. Yeah. And then here you are talking shit about yes. Mr. Evans. Yes. Anyway, you beautiful lady. Thank you. You're a beautiful Zoya. Lady. Zoya. <laughs> Uh, and I'm happy to be sitting across from me. I get to look at you and it's nice. Um, I think the maximum okay hours to drive in a day mm-hmm. is four-ish. Flourish? Flourish. Mm-hmm. And anything above flourish gets to be like you are holding yourself prisoner. <laughs> yeah. And I started to lose my mind fast. Well, when you're doing it by yourself, too, that's tough. If I didn't have this audiobook, homie, it would have been no-no SpaghettiOs for the entire trip. Yeah. But I'm very happy that, uh, that I was just super invested in, in this story. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, great. So that was half of my trip up. Mm-hmm. I took my new camera. Yeah, <clears throat> which you're enjoying very much so. I love it very it's much. It's so beautiful. It takes beautiful photos. It really does. And you could see those photos, including photos that I took on this trip, at the Instagram uh, Mike Faltography, spelled like it sounds. And um, 
I went up there with the idea that I was going to take, I wasn't going to pass up any opportunity to take pictures Mm -hmm. and I didn't, and I still didn't take that many pictures and that'll show you exactly how much stuff there was to look at on the way up. Yeah. (laughs) I stopped off at some Vista points, which were really parking lots in the sand. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got up to Oregon, I got up to like Mount Shasta, which used to be a volcano, which is when you are on flat land for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's rolling hills sometimes, and then it's mostly like flat farmland. When you see a fucking mountain with snow on top of it, it's jarring. Yeah. And um, so I stopped off. I tried to take a picture or two of that. And, um, you know, we didn't grow up with many super high mountains in the Northeast. Right. Where we were at. Right. So always jarring to see and always um, it's like, oh, inspiring yeah makes you say oh it's actually it's it is really cool i um i did a lot of that in in alaska and i was like oh my god yeah ah. you yeah. know like ah. like i was you saw crazy shit you saw those icebergs mm-hmm. between the mountains mm-hmm. which i still don't understand the science of mm-hmm. that's for smarter people to understand yeah but that the pictures that you sent me, I could only imagine how a lot of that stuff looked in in person. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was really really cool. Thank you. What poem is that from? So I really get up cool. to <laughs> Oregon. Uh huh. And um, I know I'm skipping a lot of stuff. That's okay. But um, I roll into Salem, and my first thoughts of Salem was there's a lot going on here. There's a fun little downtown area, little restaurants, Mm -hmm. a bunch of what seemed to be very old buildings. And I'm man, am I a mark for old buildings? Yeah, you are. Mark ass trick for old buildings. And I, um, I love seeing them very much. There were a bunch of places on the way up where I was like, I would love to play golf there just to see what it's like. Like I saw advertisements for golf courses in the middle of like the mountains and mm-hmm. the forests. And then I saw the only place that had grass forever yeah. in the middle of the desert was yeah. um, a, a golf course. But obviously I'm not bringing my sticks on a, on a trip like this. Traveling light. You had some golf clubs in the back. Oh, they're righty they though. They were mine. They're mine. Those were for protection. Uh-huh. Those are my Casey Jones golf clubs. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so I got up there, two shows at the Infinity Room. They both ended up selling out. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Zoe. That's what it sounded like inside the building. Yeah, and then it would slow down, and eventually it would stop. Um, your, uh, I had a great time with mm-hmm. everybody who came out. Yes. Um, so thank you for that. They were very fun shows. Yeah. It seemed like... Um, it was a very far trip for what it was. I wish I had planned more stuff on the way up yeah, and on the way back. Well, you didn't have a ton of time though either to... No, I did the whole thing in like four days. Not even, yeah. I stopped to sleep on the way up. Yeah. And then I got there, slept, and then I stopped to sleep on the way back. Mm -hmm. So four days. Mm Mm-hmm. following morning couldn't find coffee they're super horny about this place called dutch 
bros or Dutch brothers. Do you know what that is? I do. What is your understanding of Dutch brothers? Um, it's a coffee joint, which I'm surprised because I already know this story, obviously. Hmm. So, but I'm surprised that they didn't have what you wanted there. Because any Dutch bros that I've ever been to, which isn't many. What's your experience? With the they Dutch had bros? like a regular coffee. Huh. Tell me about your experience, Mike. Dutch bros, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, is like a Dairy Queen fucked a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Okay. And it's basically like drinking candy. Yes. And um, I wanted a cup of coffee so bad. Yes. And it seemed to be out of reach. But there were these places all over the place. So I was like, that looks like it's supposed to be a coffee place. Hell of a time trying to get just a regular cup of coffee. And for whatever reason, I couldn't find a good breakfast there. Um, all the breakfast places are either famous and there was a line down the block because it's Sunday morning by this point or Denny's. I forgot a very important part of the story. Yes. Yes. I did the shows. I had a great time at both of the shows. Yes. Thank you again for coming out. If you came out, there was a man who told me a story about, and that's what it sounded like inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And there was a man who told me a story about shitting his pants on a motorcycle on the way up there. (laughs) And um, after the show, the only place that was open for food was a Denny's, Mm -hmm. a very specific Denny's that everyone in the town seemed to have heard about. Yeah. I went in there and there wasn't an inch of that place that wasn't filthy or broken. Yeah. It's like when you're having a bad day, it's like what I would imagine your insides look at when you're having a bad day. What? Yeah, Why you, got, you, you got eye boogers. Okay, well, fuck me, right? The show's in HD. So yeah. if you are a Patreon, you could see my eye boogers. Anyway, let's start again. So? I went inside to a Denny's that looked like a broken human being inside. <laughs> and I felt like I was eating at a broken human being. Yes. All of the seats were ripped. Uh-huh. It's like the Denny's that corporate forgot about. I was served decaf coffee in a mug that had another whole human being's mouth on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I put a picture up on the internet and it was filthy dirty and all of the food was almost warm and bad. And I gave the server a big tip just in case they wanted to get out of there. I was going to start them on their way out because I wanted to be out. And I said, if you're anything like me, I'm going to help you get. I was like the guy who falls in love with the stripper. Right. I was like, I could show you a different life. But that's what I was uh, to this um, to this uh, waitress. Mike is riding, you guys. He's rolling. I gave every dollar I made at my show to this waitress. And I said, get out. Yeah. Get out of this place. It was like a tornado hit just the inside. (laughs) Came in through the window, swirled around a bit, and then went out. Yeah. It was gross and terrible. Yeah. Um, Stayed, couldn't find breakfast. When my blood sugar is low, I'm not 
good. No, you're not. And so I needed to get out and I got out. Yeah, you get very <clears throat> cranky. Yeah. Yeah. And that runs on my family and that'll never change. Yes. So how you feed a hungry man, sing it, Rebecca, hungry food. Uh-huh. I need it. So I did that. And then I started on my way back. I knew there was a part of me that wanted to make it all 13 hours on yeah. the way back. Yeah. I got on the road, was almost instantly bored. Mm-hmm. Th- again, thank God for that book. I yeah. did this cool thing where this is very niche and you could hit that fast forward 15 seconds button if you'd like. But this book was about the acquisition of WCW to the WWF, Vince McMahon and the WWF in the, in the early 2000s. And I was able to, there's a lot of podcasts I listened to about that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of podcasts with the writers and the producers of those shows. They each have their own podcast where they talk about their experience during that time. It's really such a fascinating time. People forget how big wrestling was in pop culture during that time. But it was really like so big. Yeah. And such a big part of my my upbringing. So I'm learning about all this stuff. And I'm able to like, you know, you listen to anything for too long and it starts to become noise. Mm-hmm. So whenever the, narr- the narrator's voice would become too much, I would switch over to the corresponding, whatever they were talking about in the book, I would listen to the podcast about, about that. Yeah, cool. And it was such a cool, fascinating experience. And That's if I fun. didn't have that, I would still be driving home and I would stop every two hours to go to sleep and you wouldn't see me for weeks. (laughs) I, um, this has nothing to do with what you were just talking about. I was waiting for your voice to break it up a little bit. But, uh, I, I saw something the other day and it was like on average, uh, podcast listeners listen to eight podcasts. Like, if you like podcasts, there's eight different podcasts that you listen to? Yes. Interesting. So I wanted to say thank you for making us one of your one podcasts of that you listen to. Yeah. One of the eight, if yeah. that's the case. John and Kate plus no. one of the eight. Dude, I just <laughs> realized that you're wearing your robe. Yeah. I put makeup on and that was it. Dude, you're you, like, you only dressed your face. Yes. You're kind of like out. Yeah, I, um, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't something I did. I need a reset. I don't know. I think I'm going to go to bed at like 730 tonight. Oh, that'd be fun. You wake up a different person. Yeah. So I'm, I, I also started like, um, so trainer Judy has, uh, uh, I started training with her again and yeah. she came out with an app. And last week I had hit the gym like really hard, just like on my own before we started, uh, before we had our one-on-one and all of the things. And she is literally tailored. She has me on a workout routine and a lot of the stuff I've never done before, like in the gym is what she has me doing. And it's hard and I'm tired. Um, and she also has uh, a meal plan for me. And I'm like watching and doing this. And she's vegan. Like she does like 
competitions, like bodybuilding, physique, all of the things. She does it as a vegan. And like she is fucking jacked. She's caught up. Uh, you guys can find her on uh, Trainer Judy on Instagram or um, Supernatural Vegan on Instagram. And she's just like a force. And I don't know that I was really ready for it. <laughs> But I'm here for it. So I maybe that's what it is a little bit too. Um, but I've also just been like insanely busy and with work and stuff like that. So I had a client tell me on Sunday I had to work because I canceled out my weekend from when you had COVID. COVID. And um, I worked Sunday and my client that I saw Sunday, which masks and all of the things were had, um, and she said that while she was sitting in my chair, her nose started to run while she was like processing. And then I had to put in extensions and do all of the things. And so we were together for about four hours and they were going to the Hollywood bowl for a show that night. And she was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. I am devastated, but I tested and I tested positive. People in this town use devastated too often. Well, she's definitely somebody that I know probably was because she felt like insanely guilty. Devastated. Devastated. Um, but the thing that she was sucks like the about that. She inside of that Denny's. Yeah. So <laughs> she, um, her, she and her husband were in Italy on vacation and her husband got COVID. And Italian COVID. Yes. And they were in, I think, Rome or Milan or one of the one of the two. They were all over the place. But um, so he ended up quarantining in one room. And I guess where they st- were staying, it was like outrageous, like to get another suite <laughs> there. Um, but he got it for her uh, just to keep her safe. <laughs> and <laughs> their verandas connected. <laughs> And she ended up getting it anyway. And when he got home, he actually relapsed and got it again. Damn. And this is her second time also having it. Hmm. So I was just like, fuck. I was like, I think I feel worse for you. I was like, I'm fine. I didn't get if If I didn't get it from Mike, I highly doubt I'm going to get it from you. And we were masked and all the things. So we do sleep mouth to mouth. Yeah. Um, tongue to tongue, mouth to mouth. Heart to heart. Um... Heart to heart, tongue to tongue, to move we all fall down. Toys on Wow, I haven't heard that. Dude. That is a throw fucking back. I would have never <laughs> have thought of that song if you didn't say a random collection of words a couple seconds ago. Isn't it fucking crazy how much weird stuff we have locked in our brains? Uh-huh. Say something random. I bet it unlocks another thing from our childhood. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. <laughs> another magical shining light. Have <laughs> 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 the light break commercial. Yeah. Another thing I would have never have thought about. That's very funny. Man, I wish there was a process. Mm-hmm. I think it's drugs. Yeah. Or psychotherapy. Yes. That cracks your brain open like an egg. Yeah. And everything pours out. I don't know, man. Every. 
I think it's acid. What I'm maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know. I feel like I know too many therapists and like psychiatrists that people crack your back. No, no, that's a chiropractor. Therapist. Yes. Um, I think I'd much rather see a therapist than a psychiatrist. Would you rather see a therapist, psychiatrist, or a drug dealer? A drug dealer for sure. Hmm. For sure. Interesting. Even if they made you hang out with their lizard for 20 minutes. I used to hang out with a snake all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I used to hang out in a McDonald's parking lot when I was too young. Yeah. At too late at night. At two. And I wouldn't um, suggest any of these. No. I, I Honestly, I wouldn't either. Stay away from those kinds of. Yeah. Get yourself Get a your- skip it and have some good old fashioned fun. <laughs> Dude, remember how skippets had a counter on them? Yeah, man. But I the used thing to get never so pissed. I used to get so pissed when it wouldn't actually skip or catching your ankles. Name one thing that was advertised to us on TV when we were younger that worked like it worked on TV. I can't think of one thing. Remember moon shoes? Yes. You ever put those on? You ever yes. have a rich friend who had moon shoes? I want a pair of moon shoes now. And and then what happens? I don't know. Just have them. Wear them in the house. No shoes in the house. No, no, no. So, I, <laughs> so I'm on my way home. Yes. And I drive for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. I listen to as much wrestling and TV information as I possibly can. And that... Uh, I start to get to my breaking point about an hour before Sacramento. There were, I got off a bunch of different times. Yes. Mainly to, I just wanted a break Mm -hmm. because it really did feel like as soon as I left on Friday morning, I feel like I was in a hurry the whole time, Mm -hmm. which isn't a good feeling. No. I had like terrible nightmares the first night that Mm -hmm. I went to sleep and I woke up like I got to get out of here, which is the opposite of how you want to feel when you wake up. Mm -hmm. Also, I haven't smoked in like over a month by this point. That's great. So I'm feeling everything. Yes, it is great. And I think I'm going to keep it going just to see. I might be done. That's fine. You can be done. Everything is fine because I feel kind of laser focused yeah and i feel very clear-headed which Mm -hmm. will bring me to another thing that i might want to talk about at the end of this okay i feel like i'm gonna start smoking weed again dude we're gonna switch i mean i'll start cutting hair and listening to people's bullshit problems and i'll get covid six times i didn't have covid six times i know but i feel like if i was in your position i would I don't think so. I think you build... Because I would cover people's mouths like this with my, with my bare hand. <laughs> I think you build an immunity to... I think that you're right. All of that's like sickness and stuff like that. Like, because even before COVID, like, I've never had the flu. I've... Ever in your life? Mm-mm. Huh. Um, you never coughed and shit your brains out at the same time? <laughs> no. <laughs> you ain't lived. No. Nope. Nope. Man. And I wish that for you. Yeah, and I would maybe get a cold a year, but uh-huh. even then it wasn't bad. Yeah. You know, but. Also, we don't, I was going to say we don't act interact with that many people, but when I go out 
to comedy shows, that's just a room full of people. Yeah. I'm not fucking them. Yeah. Like I used to. <laughs> anyway, uh, my family listens to this, so shout out two times. Um, I start to reach my breaking point around uh, an hour before Sacramento. Yes. I've had, since the advent of Hotels Tonight, mm-hmm. not a sponsor, which yeah. is an app that basically shows you hotels that want to fill all the rooms mm-hmm. every night, right? Um, but will give you a discounted price on hotel rooms uh-huh. especially if you book them last minute mm-hmm. i can't tell you how many times i stopped off in search of like coffee or a bathroom casino casino Michael, lost 200 dollars almost instantly but i needed to break up the monotony i of get the trip. it i get it i was like i saw as you do every casino half of their revenue Goes back into advertising, mm-hmm. buying seventy five thousand billboards on the way to the casino. Mm-hmm. You could find a casino. I wonder if they own those billboards. I don't think they own them. I might be wrong, but I do think they. I have. feel like a casino might own them. Okay, but they might. I mean, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? We should argue about it. Yeah. Is the argument. Don't, I, I don't want to argue with you. They might own them. Okay. So um, I stop off at a casino, mm-hmm. lose $200 instantly. But I, I literally didn't, I wasn't upset at all. Yeah. I was like, what a great way to break up the monotony of seeing trees forever. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're walking into a casino, though, it is almost like known that you are not. No. The odds aren't in your favor. That's no. why that building is so yes, big. Yes. You ever see a casino and you're like, fuck, they put a fountain right here? It's because everyone is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see a casino and there's a giant statue of an eagle and it's made from real gold? That's because you're not keeping your money <laughs> on the way out of there. So anyway. They're just watching the sad faces leave. Yeah. So I'm looking for a place to stay because I'm losing my sanity. And I keep... Uh, darting off into the woods because like I was saying before I've had pretty good track record all throughout the country of being like I've never been here before I'm going to check this app and I'm going to find this hidden gem and I'm going to have this fun like um, random experience at this place and Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anything like that and I was really in this fucking like it's just fucking Motel 6's and Hampton Inn and um uh, Econo Lodge and really just like these oasis type places where there's just nothing and then there's like an Arco and a Motel 6 forever for hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours and I was like fuck I'm not gonna find any places to stay I'm in this weird like fun desert mm-hmm. where everything is not fun <laughs> You know how they have food deserts yes, where you yeah. can't get food delivered to places? Uh-huh. I was in those. Yes. All of them. Yes. So uh, you were like, if you could just make it to Sacramento, you'll be all right. Yeah. Sacramento is a city. So I was like, that's like an hour beyond. I'm sorry. Did you just mansplain what Sacramento is? I'm just trying to be a good storyteller. I'm not. I didn't say that thinking that you didn't know what Sacramento was. Okay. I'm literally just trying to talk. 
Okay. No, no, no. No, no, Go no. ahead. I was trying to just make it more interesting. Please finish, because Sacramento, the city, uh, now that we're clear, seems riveting. <laughs> it's called Sacramento, not Vagcremento. I hate it. <laughs> I fucking... You guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm not done talking. Yep. <laughs> so, so I end up finding this hidden gem. A yeah. hidden gem is a gem that you can't find right away. In <laughs> city, right? <laughs> Called the Citizen Hotel. <coughs> per my recommendation. You said... Drive to Sacramento. Sacramento. Yes. The city. And I said, fuck everyone. I'm driving out of spite now. <laughs> Fucking white knuckling. That's when you hold on to the steering wheel so hard you get white knuckle. Um, so the Citizen Hotel uh, is where I end up getting a room mm-hmm. for a great price. Yes. Thank you, Hotels Tonight. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I would love it if they were. Yes. Because I'm a big fan. Yeah. Maybe I'll reach out. Reach out. Okay. Um, and, uh, I, I go in there and it's like, um, you know, breathtaking. You don't expect to see it. And the whole lobby is covered in law books. I guess it used to be a big insurance building, Mm -hmm. 98 years old. Mm -hmm. And it was Sacramento city Mm -hmm. first high rise. And it was beautiful and the rooms were beautiful. And I love staying in places that used to be other places. Love old architecture all throughout the country. When I went to Milwaukee, um, Minneapolis, Kansas City, love to see all these old ass places. Yes. Very, very cool. So yes. I was, that is another thing that like saved me during this mm-hmm. trip was being able to spend the night in like a really fucking cool place. Mm-hmm. Woke up, had a really good breakfast in the... Uh, hotel Denny's. restaurant in the no, hotel no. Denny's done with Denny's even if I'm fucking starving dude I swear I'll to god my eyes I have written off Denny's for forever so did I dude yeah we have one yes kind of close to us yep and we used to go there every once in a while just because it was kind of close to our first house it was like late night if we were ever hanging out with a bunch of people still not worth it no no matter what one very tall friend used to like to go there all the fucking time dude it's there's nothing and not Clifford. There's nothing on the menu that's mm-hmm. worth it. No, no. One good experience I had with Ava mm-hmm. at a Denny's where we were sitting down and we had such a good time. We were laughing together that somebody came over and paid for our meal because it just seemed like we were having a good time. Oh, that should have been it. That should have been it. That's so nice. And then it was very nice, and it's a memory I'll cherish for it. Yes. So I woke up. Uh, we had breakfast. On the menu, on the breakfast menu was a biscuit. Now, mm-hmm. do you know what a biscuit is? Because I can explain it to you if you don't. I'm going to fucking stab you with my no, no, pencil. No. I know you know what a bi- uh, uh, buttermilk biscuit, right? So the guy brings <laughs> out the biscuit. Yes. And he's like, okay, so here is, um, he's pointing to all the things. He yes. pointed them out. Yeah. He was like, this is um, mayonnaise and ketchup for your fries and or your home fries or whatever. And here's a little jar of marmalade, and here's honey, and here's jelly. I was half paying attention because I'm fucking delirious by this point. I've spent three days absolutely delirious out of my comfort zone. Yes. When it comes time to start eating the biscuit, which was, picture a perfect biscuit. You got it. 
I took my knife. I reach over the table into the open jar and I slice off a piece of the biscuit and I lather this piece of the biscuit in what I thought was jelly, put it in my mouth. I said, I'll cook up and (laughs) ketchup all over this beautiful buttermilk biscuit. And it was disgusting, but the biscuit was so good that it it really didn't. I'm sure it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, From then on, I did the jelly in the biscuit Mm -hmm. and it was, oh my goodness. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Bottom floor of the Citizen Hotel. If you're horny for biscuits, if you live anywhere near the city of Sacramento, (sighs) homie, you got to go there. It was beautiful. That's great. Um, After that. I was, I had a great night's sleep there. I called you. I'm like, I'm fucking rejuvenated to come back. That lasted an hour and a half. (laughs) So (laughs) I got back in the car. Hottest day since I left. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I went, I was in the middle of the woods, 110 degrees. I was in the fucking pistachio desert, 110 degrees. Um, Starting to lose daylight, starting to lose altitude. My book ended. Oh, no. Yeah. Which was a real kick in the pants. Uh, I get about an hour and a half outside of the city. I stop at the outlets. I'm like, do you need anything? I go into the outlets. Outlets, I don't know if they used to be better or if this is what they always are. Mm -hmm. But just because an outlet is big and $5 off of what it normally is doesn't mean it's worth going there. Well, I think too right now it's packed because it's like a lot of... um, California kids are getting ready to go back to school soon. Hmm. So they're like starting like a couple, like two weeks into August. When's so, a good time to go to the outlets? Uh, I would probably say like late September, early October. Hmm. Um, yeah. Great. Good tip. Yeah. So and early mornings. Early mornings is a good outlet time. Do when I stopped off in the desert outlet, Holy moly. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of degrees. Yes. I thought my face was melting off. Yep. Um, I finally get home. You're in kind of a bad mood. Doesn't matter because I'm just happy to be there. Yes. Um, and that was my whole trip. It yes. was too much driving. I knew it was going to be too much driving. Yeah. Um, but I really needed an escape and a reset like mm-hmm. you do right now. Mm-hmm. You were not able to take it like I took it. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you could find that for yourself soon. I got you a little gift before I went, which you weren't able to use yet, but I hope Mm -hmm. that you use that soon. I got Zoe a vibrator. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I got you a massage. And I hope you're able to use that soon. Yeah. I just, I'm still having neck pain. And I think this is also contributing to uh, (laughs) my mood because it still is bothering me. Um, So that's very annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what so, else you got? What do you got? Any shows coming up? Yes. Tell me about them. On the um, the twenty seventh, I keep saying the wrong date, but check whatever website mikefalzone dot com. Twenty seventh, I believe, is the Surrounded show in uh, as part of the JFL festival in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Very excited to go to Montreal. Very excited to have seven or eight days to just chill here and fucking recharge all the batteries. Yeah. Thank you. So sorry. Siri, what, how do you recharge a battery? Just explain it to me. Just explain it. Um, very excited to go there. Uh, and then the next Surrounded show in Los Angeles is on the 5th. Mm-hmm. You can get tickets to that, if not now, very soon, on um, 
I'll put tickets up for that, but uh, on the improv.com or improv.com, it's probably up there. Mm-hmm. We got one show at 945, so we don't have two shows this time. So make sure you get tickets because it'll probably sell out. Great lineup. Not telling you who's on it. Um, I love that you don't tell people who's on it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Because it, it's going to be a good time regardless. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't matter. And you got to trust me. I wouldn't put people who are going to do a bad job on it. Yeah. And that's my promise. And if they do do a bad job, it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's painful a little bit, but um, as a patron. Yes. Yes. Uh, so um, Jack Knight passed away. Uh, he was a comedian, a very young comedian who uh, was a comedy store guy. And he was a very, very successful young comedian. Um, passed away like the day or two before this trip started. And uh, we weren't very close at all. But I saw him go up a bunch of times. And he's um, just amazing. So look him up. Um, and uh, and take in a, as much of his uh, work as you can if you're a comedy fan and i've um you know it's kind of like a heavy time for a lot of the people that i know especially close friends of his and other people in the comedy world and i've been thinking a lot about what matters um as far as being a creative professional and being somebody in los angeles and uh, I'm starting to, you know, as we get older, we get a clearer picture of, of what's important to us. And I'm just starting to see that I'm less inclined to be a part of a club. And I should have known that sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, because even when you're little... When I was little, I think part of being an only child and part of, there it goes, part of, you know, you, you do something and you just want acknowledgement that you're good at it, yeah. especially when you're on your own. And during stand-up, you're very much on your own, so you seek approval from, from people who you look up to and also... Like clubs and establishments, you want them to say, you're good, you belong here. Mm-hmm. And um, like you chase credits as a stand-up comedian. You yeah. say, I'm on TV or, or I'm on um, You can find them movies. on Rolling. Yeah. And what that does is tells an audience that you're good before they even see you. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm out. And that doesn't mean I'm out with stand-up. It's still probably my favorite thing in Mm -hmm. the world, aside Mm -hmm. from um, you. Our love. Our love that we have, our unyielding love. Yes. But I think I'm out of trying to prove it to certain people and certain parts of the industry because you can do a lot of banging your head against the wall the same way a lot of other people do and get nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going all in on 
trying to be helpful and funny and entertaining whoever wants to listen like i'm not begging for people to listen or or watch anymore mm-hmm. and i don't know if it seems like i i do that from an outside perspective i don't consider myself a real thirsty entertainer and always begging for more but my priorities are very straight and laser focused at the moment mm-hmm. and i'm very thankful for for stuff like this and like even going to salem and meeting um people who have been watching for like years and years like there's a girl who came up to me and she was like I, st- I subscribed to you right after your um, Guitar Center video. And that was fucking so long ago. Yeah. Like, before we even moved here. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I know we've had similar conversations on the show before, but I'm just done doing the Hollywood thing. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want to do forever. And then if any extracurricular things come up because it fits with what I've been doing, then great. Great. I'll be in a movie or in a TV show because I've been doing whatever the fuck I want to do. And somebody else recognizes that and said, you would be good in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not chasing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to impress anyone in a suit. I'm not. Um, I only want to make uh, stuff that feels good because that's what got me here to begin with. Right. So, <laughs> excuse me. I'm very excited about all of that. There, I had a good conversation with somebody who I look up to very much, a comedian who I've looked up to literally since day one, about balance and about making yourself happy. Mm-hmm. And now I really don't care about anything um, as much as I care about that balance and being really, truly happy and making sure stuff is good with us. And, um, and I, I really love making stuff. And I don't want anything to take away from that because I don't think that's fair. Yeah. I'm not going to have like this town or my perception of this town or any reaching like some weird brass ring that doesn't exist. Right. Take away from my my true, true love of making stuff. Yeah. Like even all throughout this trip, taking a random exit and seeing if there was anything to take a picture of is like that fills my heart. Yeah. Waking up early to play golf when it's kind of chilly outside and the sun starts coming up through the trees and I'm fucking having a conversation with a 70-year-old man I've never met about his wife that fucking passed away six months earlier mm. or whatever. Like, that is very real. Yeah. And golf is very relaxing. And it makes me think of my grandfather. And, and I want more like that. And... um I'm going to go all in on this and and trust myself. And I I can't thank you enough for listening and for being with us this entire time. Yeah. And you're the most supportive, hardworking person I know. I, I pray that you take more time for yourself. I don't, you know, I pray that you care less if it turns your customers off to take more time for yourself i i hope that you choose yourself over your clients more often than not and um i'm excited to just focus all of my energy towards making stuff that feels good for uh 
for you guys. Yeah. Because I really love it. Yeah. And uh, I think you're doing great. Thanks. I think that being, you know, in all honesty, and I know I've talked a lot, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm That's sure we're okay. over an hour, and I apologize. Not yet. But, um, you know, I don't really have anything against smoking weed at all. Yeah. We had a conversation about how it is kind of just like hitting pause on a VHS. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you don't get that reference, but it's perfect. Yeah. Because when you hit pause on a VHS, it's not like it's... The mechanisms still want to push the tape forward. Mm -hmm. But you're clamping it in place and it still... It moves forward a little bit, especially if you have an old VCR. Right. But that's what it it feels like. Mm -hmm. And that's very needed sometimes. And you need to like mute the world around you because whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't want my senses to be dulled right now. And I don't want to be on pause. Mm -hmm. And I feel very clear. And and I'm very thankful for all of that. I think Mm -hmm. my brain is working real good. And I want to use that to, like, make good stuff and, and make fun stuff. And I'm, I'm just very excited. Yeah. Um, as I am every time I, I figure something out. All throughout my life, if I ever struggled with a thing and then I feel like I figured it out, it's a very good, like, cathartic feeling. Yeah. And I think I got some stuff figured out. That's great. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of stuff coming up too, so. Yes. It's uh it's going to be just a balancing act at this point. Yeah. So, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um we love you and we appreciate you. And uh Oh. Uh and uh patreon.com <coughs> is a virtual tipping and rewards website. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean. You guys have listened to this enough and you know that our $10 group gets a shout out. Uh, and that goes a little something like this. Uh, Matthew Carey, Shannon, uh, D. Aldi, Olos Marius, uh, Patrick Simpson, Ernesto, Raja, Elizaeus, Joe Turzen. Oh, it's not plugged in. Oh. That's okay. You better plug that shit in. Ooh, mm. Bass, the snare. Bass, bass, snare. Bass and snare. The bass, bass, and snare. Lewis Echo and Odette. Echo, no, Echo, this Echo, is Echo, totally going to fuck me up. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we already know I'm not that good at this. <laughs> You're doing uh, Lauren Chauncey, Paul Gilliam, uh, Jacob Mock, Steve Deergo, Chris mm. M- McCarthy, Trevor the Werefishy, Joe Penn, Heather, nope, Happy Birthday, Starlight, JJ McToots. Rachel, last name, Mike Jeannie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Isabella Sparkles, and Taro Baez, Frankie Motos Music, Matos, I said Motos. Motos? Yeah. Hello, Motos. Moto. Remember those, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, wow, throwbacks all, all today for all old, uh, yeah. Chris <laughs> Fernandez, <laughs> Johnny Rosito handcraft, handcrafted neckwear um ccpb and j adman uh yes emily paget giant tom hanks lizzie love there it is uh gavin welsh crossed up 
Someone Tell Aaron, Emily Buck, Jackie Hammond, Paige Jensen, Junzen. Which one is it? I don't know. Uh, guy with long hair, Chris Johnson, Happy Birthday Chris, Anna Valles, Benjamin Putz. 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 Wearing jeans at the gym. Uh, Beth Bush, Snuggle Pig H, Ryan Ashbrook, Christina Camille, Josh Jinston. Jinston. Yeah. He really fucked me up last week Josh, with this. Josh. Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnston, Jules Run, Grant Levisure. It's playing. Can you hear it? Yes. Can you not hear yes. it? Yes. Oh. Uh, did I say Chad Clark? Well, there it is twice Do for you. Know? Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor. Shane Welsh, Shane Welsh. Evan, Evan Canoe, Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benjamin Fuchs, Theodorus Karen Bellis, One Bum Man, Janisha Tutton, uh, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bebestein, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Superfloss, um... Tatiana Clay, Danielle D. Verona, John Robinson, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stilwell, Katie Lee G., Rob Devereux, Don Go Chasing Waterfalls. Beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> yes. Nestor DeLeon III, Luis Hernandez, Alexander Legowski, Monique Quistorf, Jamie Garner, Troy R., Cody Osalas, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. You guys from Mike Falzone and Lady Falzone, we thank you and we bid you adieu. Lady Falzone. You like it? Yes. <laughs>